welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Kev's Perspective. I'm your host, Kev Lowe, and today I got a uh, spicy topic for y'all to talk about. This is about me going through um, two nights of reflection when I was doing an overnight security gig. I'll provide more context in the episode, but it got really personal with an experience I had fairly recently with um, an artist from LA. So I hope y'all enjoy these very raw, raw thoughts. And again, I appreciate y'all for uh, you know listening to my vulnerability, I guess. Kill it, bro. Mod son. That was a legendary moment for me. I was like, man. DJ Bonix. Hi, how are you? AB, baby. Lit. I'm just so excited to be talking to you again. This is a blast. Welcome to your podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Kev's perspective. All right. This one's going to be fun because this is another personal episode. I kind of talked about it a little bit in the intro, but before I get into it, I just kind of want to say that this is me sitting outside of Surly um, at three in the morning with my late night thoughts. I sat outside of Surly Brewing Company in Minnesota for 12 hours for three days straight doing overnight security for a company that I help do business development for. And what that means is I help increase their sales and I help look for new clients. He asked me just because he needed some extra hands. He had no guard on on deck to help him out. And I was like, you know what? It's just an overnight gig. I'll make some extra money, whatever. When you sit outside of anywhere, when you're sitting in your car for 12 hours from, again, like, I think I was there from 7 p.m. until 7 a.m., up all night just staring blankly at this stage making sure no one trespasses and I was just thinking about the mental toll this industry has taken on me recently I found some old videos of me and just my ideas and my dreams and my aspirations for the music industry and what I think it's going to be like um but obviously now that I'm in it I see the sacrifice, I see the mental toll it takes, I just see what it does to people um, on the human level, and that's what my podcast recently has been about, obviously. It's been about just the music industry on a, on a human level, on what it does to people when you see people on stage, you don't know the mental toll they've taken just to get to the point that they're at, and I'm one of those people. When you see me at a show running around like a madman, you don't know the the amount of sacrifice it's taken for me to even get to this point. Um, and I recently met someone from LA who uh, has done the same thing. She sacrificed it all. She moved into the States when she wasn't from the States for her dream. And she kind of talks about all the time how LA has taken a mental toll on her. And well, um, after having an experience with her, to say the least, she taught me a lesson of reciprocation and she taught me a lesson that um, essentially what I learned from it was everyone's going through the same mental toll I am in different ways in this industry. And in this episode, I kind of just explain what my experience was like with her and my raw, raw emotions when it came to the lessons that she taught me. So um, I'm gonna get right into it. But again, I did record this on my phone uh, in my car outside of Surly at three in the morning. So my apologies for the quality, but I think this is a very valuable episode to say the least. So please enjoy it. And I finally met someone who, who relates to that. I met a girl uh, at a show from LA um, and she was 
when I first met her at first glance, this was just like, okay, an artist that I'm going to work with. I've done, like I said, hundreds of shows. I've ran so many concerts. When you meet people, to be honest with you, artists know this too. Like you meet so many people where you're like, this is probably going to be like a transactional relationship, like all my other shows, you know, and, uh, I have, I was running a show for someone that I know pretty well. And, um, and he brought some tour openers and she happened to be one of them. And, Upon first glance, like I said, I did not think anything of it. It was just a normal ass artist. And then once she performed, I like really was like, oh, like it, it wasn't the music that got me. It was her. It was the way that she delivered her message. It was the way that she carried herself, how she was so confident how she was like a no bullshit person, how there's like no excuse for her not to be her. And that's something that I used to do very, very well. Something that I used to hold myself in the exact same regard when I was first starting this industry. How when I came in, I was confident. I was confident in my abilities. I was confident in myself and my physical appearance. I knew what I wanted. I knew I knew how to, to run shit. And, um, and I've kind of lost that over time. But she, meeting her and seeing her perform really reminded me like, God, I just got to be me again. You know what I mean? And uh, I just kind of get back to that confidence level, get back to where I was. Um, and so, you know, the, the things that contribute to me being where I'm at now is basically just being beat down by, by ex-girlfriends, but also being beat down by the industry and all the things that I've been through, all the traveling, all the, the lack of time for yourself. But back to the story, after I saw her perform, like, like I said, it gave me that reminder. And then... I was sitting in the green room later on that night. I was about to close out the show and it was just me and she came in there. And um, and we were just talking, you know, talking business. And, you know, she was like, oh, what's up? And we just started talking as people. But then once we started talking and having that conversation, that's when I felt a genuine connection. I felt the vibe. The vibe in that room was heavy. Like it was just me and her and anything that happened in between there didn't matter. I didn't care about any of my responsibilities in that moment. I was having such a good, genuine conversation and connection with that person that I was like, okay, like I'm just going to live in the moment right now. And that's something that I don't do often. Like those moments that I was, I'm, I'm talking about, the moment where when you look at that person, you're locked in, you're tunnel visioned on them, they're glowing, their aura is just like overpowering and their their sense of being it was just like so overpowering to me i was like i love every moment of this like i loved talking to her i loved looking in her eyes like it was i was like damn like am i really about to catch feelings for this girl well i try to keep my business professional self like out of that realm because i just got out of something i was like all right you know what like no kevin you're not in the right space to even be doing this plus you don't want to mix business with pleasure i'm just gonna leave and walk away from this situation well when i walked away i saw her we were we were finishing up the show and she was at the bar and i was having a drink with the owner and she came over and was like had a drink with me and she was like hey like i'm going out after like i'd love for you to come out and I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I thought she was just being polite. I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, whatever. Like, nah, like right after that, when we left, she was like, I I'm going to I'm gonna text you where we're going to be and you're going to come. And I was like, okay, you know what? Like, 
I'm going to go hang out with the tour crew. You know, I've, I don't do this ever. I don't have fun. You know what I mean? I don't. I usually go back to my hotel and meet my videographer, like crunch numbers and do all the boring shit and like do what we got to do. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. And then tonight I'm going to go out. And so I went out and that experience of just going out to a little karaoke bar with this artist and her tour crew and just hanging out with them. I was like, wow, these people are special. Like you could tell that the vibe that they were giving people was just overwhelmingly positive, talented. And then she ended up doing the open mic after performing. I was like, I've never seen an artist do this. And she's telling me, yeah, I'm going to do this song. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I want to see this. And when I saw her hit that open mic, I was in awe, like just the overwhelming aura she was giving of just confidence and just positivity. And she didn't give a fuck who was in that room. She was just doing her thing. And I was like that, that that quality I need in my life at all times. It just, it made me, the energy she gave off just singing gave me the energy that I needed, like that I've been longing for. And uh, in that moment, I, I knew I fell in love with this girl. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, I, I'm very much a connection-driven person. I don't hook up with people. I don't do the whole hookup culture. So when you're in the music industry and you don't really do the hookup culture, you're a rarity to be real. And, um, and when you find a connection with someone in general, that deep that I felt in that moment, I was like, this is special for one, but for two, it's someone within the industry. This is the first time in my life in three years that I've come across any woman that I was like, wow, you're an artist or you're in the industry. And I just, I can't help but to look at you, you know, 24 seven. Um, and that was, that was the first time it ever happened to me. So from there on, we had a good night and, you know, I kind of just told her, I was like, I don't want to catch feelings for you. I start, I feel myself starting to do that. And like, I need to not b mix business with pleasure. And she agreed, but she also agreed with, with me that she felt the same vibe. And, you know, the, the night played out the way it played out. But the following day, you know, she acted like nothing ever happened. Um, and this is what kills me. And this is kind of what drove me into this mental state was just this experience. It wasn't her fault. It was my fault for getting so caught up in this moment and this vibe. But um, yeah, the next day, you know, she acted like I didn't, I didn't exist and that's all good. And she unfollowed me on everything. And, you know, it is what it is. It's just, it's just a part of the industry that I've seen before where, you know, either she thought it wasn't smart and didn't want to play that game or she just regretted it. And, you know, for me, it wasn't a sense of regret. It wasn't a sense of, you know, we got too caught up. It was like, for me, we had such a genuine moment and we said things to each other that we've never really like expressed within the industry to someone else who works within the industry, just like feelings and just the understanding that was there. I think that's what really got me was just the understanding that was there um, that we both felt mutually without even saying anything. I could, I could be with this person for hours and not say a word and know exactly how they feel. And that connection, that bond, I will never forget. And 
I'm assuming I'll never see her again being, you know, her being famous in the lifestyle that she lives. But it's, it's kind of fucked me up because that whole experience reminded me that you will find someone that completely gets you, that completely understands, like, your feelings and where you're coming from. And I, that's the tough part about being in the music industry is that you always feel like no one ever understands you. You always feel like someone just not getting it, like, doesn't get your job, doesn't get what you do, doesn't get the mental state behind it, doesn't get the environment that you're in, the challenges that it comes comes just constantly. And the, the things you have to overcome just to become semi-successful or respected in this industry, you have to take yourself so seriously. And, like... And if you don't take yourself seriously, no one else will. So I think that is what makes it tough is when you find some kind of a, a love or some kind of a, a, a connection with someone within the industry. I've come, I've learned that it just, it, it ends so fast. And that to me fucked me up. It fucked me up super bad because I've just, I, I don't think I'll ever find that again, even though I, I know that I will. Like the whole point of this is to like, be like, yeah, I will for sure. But it's like, man, like, that and I feel I have a feeling like that that connection we had fucked up some of my business and I learned my lesson in that and it fucked up a a connection I wanted to work with someone with in business and and overall just kind of fucking me up in the head because you know what she kept telling me throughout the night was just like fuck your insecurities you know you know I, I I like you for you like and that's one thing that makes it tough is being able to give me to the world right now being able to give the world my genuine self the genuine Kevin who's in here and I've said this in a couple episodes before on how I've been trying to find out who is Kevin before the music industry who is Kevin before the sacrifice who is who who am I right now and and how have I changed and recognizing that and having that purposeful self-reflection is very important because it'll humble you and put you back on track. And right now I feel like I'm a little off track in, in my life. I was on the right path and it was, I was fucking killing it. And now I'm off that path a little bit. Whether it be the amount of shit in my workload that increased that, that fucked me up in the head, whether it be that experience I had with her and my first genuine connection like that within the industry, whether it be, you know, the, the aftermath of it, of, of losing people that I care about and I, I've cared about for a while and, and losing that respect with them over a decision that, that we made, um, you know, whatever it is, the one thing I need to figure out after sitting in this car for eight hours, staring at a fucking uh, a festival stage in the middle of the night, is I need to figure out how to get back on top. I need to figure out how to get back on this stage, how to, you know, metaphorically, how to, how to handle this shit, essentially, how to handle all the mental stress and, and all the emotional side of this shit that, that you go through within this industry. And that's one thing that I want to tell anyone listening. If you're feeling this kind of scrambled, foggy, off-path feeling that I'm feeling, um, the first step to fixing it and to getting yourself back on track and making you feel like you again is to recognize that you're not on that path and recognize that ex the experiences that you go through, you know, maybe transactional and temporary, but 
in those transactional temporary moments, allow yourself, give yourself in those moments 100% to either the opportunity or the, to the individual you're experiencing that with. Otherwise, you will not learn anything and you will not be able to be stronger and move forward. So the next time something like this may happen, you're able to recognize it and identify it and move on or build something beautiful from it. Um, and this is just a rant and some feelings that I had, like I said, doing the security gig so late at night, but, uh, I wanted to just kind of share that experience I had and how it changed me and, and hope someone can relate to this. So that's all I had to say. So this is the point of the episode where um, that first half was kind of the negative mindset of it, and the second half was the next day me thinking with more of a clear mind and not overthinking as much and not being as in a uh, negative mindset essentially about it. And I kind of came to a, a conclusion. I kind of came to something that wrapped it all together for me mentally that um, helped me see it from a positive point of view, I guess. I wanted to do like a, <clears throat> sorry, a follow-up to this, um, to this recording, uh, just because I feel like I, last night when doing the previous one, I was kind of going through it a little bit and now thinking with more of a clear mind, um, now, I, I guess just the, the following day after getting some sleep and after, you know, thinking a lot more about what I said and reviewing what I said, um, I think the biggest issue that I think most people come across when it comes to things that fuck them up what, when relationships and with connections with people that we make along the way um, is that just the reciprocation aspect of it. I think that the reasoning why I felt so deep towards this person I was talking about earlier was because of the reciprocation I felt in that moment. And I thought it was genuine. Um, I, I'm pretty good at reading vibes and people's auras and, and energy. Um, I'm not like super spiritual by any means when I use those words, by the way. I just, if you know who I am, um, my whole life since I was a kid, I was very good at being able to read other people's energy around me and being able to read the vibe of someone and know if it's genuine or not or know kind of the place they're coming from, even if they're trying to hide it. And I feel like a lot of people have that that gift um, that, they, that, that I've met along the way. And... Um, and some people use it for bad, you know, some people use it for good. Some people take advantage of other people and some people, you know, use that skill set as, as a way to advance themselves throughout life in a positive light. And I feel like, sure, I've made my mistakes, but I think I've used that energy and, and that, that talent in a positive way, um, either to help other artists, you know, that I come across, whether I, I book them on a show or whether I provide them an opportunity to meet the headliner or I provide them an opportunity to, you know, do something in the future or, you know, connect them with someone uh, that I know within my network. I feel like if someone's genuine to me and they give me that genuine feeling and connection that I felt, um, then usually I give that right back and reciprocate that. And I feel like it's, it's scary because when you reciprocate and then later on, you know, find out that all of your gut feelings about that person's energy and about that, the way that they handled themselves, I suppose, or the way they, the words they, they spoke to you were just disingenuous. Um, and I think that's the scariest thing to come across. And I think that's what fucked me up. I think I finally found the answer to why I've been so mentally jumbled. And I think it's because in this industry, um, it's, it's hard to be genuine. You know, a lot of people that you come across, I want to say about 80%, at least the people that I've come across are not genuine or they have a stick up their ass or they have some kind of an ego um, or some kind of a judgment against you right away. 
um, upon meeting them, you know, either you ain't shit or you don't know what they've been through or whatever, because this industry breaks you. And I feel like, you know, when I found that connection with, with that artist and I, I was very, you know, real with her and, and she was real with me, it felt like, um, I felt like we both were just longing for that, for that connection and that, and that touch and that love that we, we miss when we're in this industry. You know, when you travel so much and all you're doing is going from studio to show to tour bus to rental car to hotel, you don't really have a home and you're not around the people that you grew up with. You're around this whole new group of people that are all there for the same kind of passion and reasoning. Um, and, and you all grinded hard as hell to get there. And most of the time, the people that you work with in the industry aren't people that you've known your whole life. Most of the time, these are people that you've, you've just met and they've, they've done the same amount of work or more work than you, or maybe even less, but they, they've put in the amount of work they needed to, to be in the position they're in. And you know, whether they are good at their position or not, that that's not up to you, but you, you, you travel with these people all across the world that you kind of meet. And all of you are from different, different, you know, areas. Like when I'm touring with my artist, you know, my artist is from Vegas and his DJ is from Vegas and his drummer is from Vegas, but I'm from Minnesota and our security is from, you know, Minnesota. One time we had a couple of people there from Salt Lake city we've had people do our merch from arizona like it's it's just like you're always meeting people from different parts of the world but you're all like-minded in the sense that you're just trying to be successful in this industry and i feel like that that understanding and that connection that i felt with that artist that was exactly that was that we both had the same goals trying to be successful in the industry we've sacrificed a lot and her being a woman in the industry is is practically you know impossible and what i mean by that is that being a woman in the industry and i'm not a woman but what i've seen is that the way they get disrespected and judged and profiled and the way that they get um they basically get hit on everywhere they go if they're pretty and you know people don't take them seriously because of that and being a man in this industry really does help with that because you can either choose to be a part of that nasty crowd or you can choose to to be the genuine person that you that that you know that I am and that's what hurts the most. I think that when I was just being super genuine to somebody and their crew, and I've only wanted to help them make money, I've only wanted to help them succeed and see the best in life. I've only wanted to help their mission without anything in return. Um, and I end up getting shit on for that. I end up losing connections from from that. And I, I, I followed my heart. I followed what I thought was right, what I felt was was you know, appropriate. And, um, and that, that is what fucked me up. So I just wanted to add on to what I said before. It wasn't just the, the relationship and the vibe and the moment that I felt with that artist and what we, we shared together and maybe the aftermath of what happened and how I don't think it was handled properly, or maybe, you know, rumors may have been spread about me or whatever. I could be skeptical all I want, but what I do know is that I showed this person a genuine side of me that I don't show anybody. I was honest, I was truthful, and I was passionate with them and gave them every part of me. And um, I ended up getting the short end of the stick. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're in the industry and you end up experiencing something similar, just know that these these uh, experiences that we go through make us stronger uh, make us more adapt and more aware of our surroundings. And instead of being more scared and more walls up, um, bring those walls down even further because all you're doing is showing people the genuine side of you and you'll be more successful uh, because of that. I, I really do believe so. Thank you. 
thank you, thank you to every single listener. You have followed me all the way to the end of this episode, and I greatly appreciate you for doing that. Please go give me a follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave me a review. Give it a five star and tell me what you love about this podcast. Every little thing you do helps, including subscribing to me on YouTube. That is Kev's Perspective, K-E-V comma S Perspective. Every single week, I do all of this myself, and I'd greatly appreciate all of you to just give me a follow, throw me a five star, give me a like, whatever you can do to help me grow. I'd greatly appreciate it. Tune in next week to Kev's Perspective. Cheers.